episode number 121 of the Tarn Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So Tom, you're back in your, your house again after a wee trip away to Antrim, and, uh, and the listeners want to know, obviously I already know what's happened, tell us what happened. So I'm going to, right, I've got a watch in front of me. I'm going to limit my wallowing to less than five minutes. So I'm going to start. <laughs> five in, minutes? Yeah, that's it. Five minutes, that. that's it. Right. I'll talk about the race beyond that, but for me is only five minutes. Right. So it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. So my, it was deja vu. It was Amsterdam all over again. It was the same bloody issue I've had before. Basically, my knee gave up on me. And exactly the same as in Amsterdam, that the pain got exponentially worse and worse and worse. And, you know, all last week I had a bit of a niggle on it and I saw a physio and I was trying to get it sorted out. And But every run I could feel it on. And I, but I got to the stage, I thought, you know, this is only a half marathon. I can get through it, um, you know, and I felt and I'm in great shape. So I'm, I'm going to get through it. Race comes, run, run 70 minute pace for the first four miles felt good um and but i could feel the knee getting worse and from like three and a half four it just got worse and worse and i got to i got to nine miles and i just couldn't continue on i was limping i was like a lot totally lopsided running i'm like and it was just it was just agony and the other thing is i was aware that this field i mean the slowest runner was like just about 75 minutes so I was aware that when I dropped out I was on somewhere between 70 and 71 minute pace and I was thinking I can't actually jog this in it six or seven minutes it's myelin you know that'll be I'll be holding up this whole event here so I'm I thought no choice but step off I mean I couldn't have run on if I wanted to I could have maybe walked in but yeah really frustrating and I don't you know I'm I'm not going to I say I don't want to wall on it too much I don't really know what the issue is I know that it's the same as Amsterdam, exactly the same worsening of pain. Uh, there's a few things that have come to mind. It is the second time I've won the next percents. It's the second time it's happened. I don't yeah. think the next percents have caused me to get injured, but I think the next percents, when I've got a niggle, have, I think they worsen it. There's, I've got some ideas, but the, the, the way I land on the side of it, like I'm landing almost entirely on foam, not on the, the, the base. Um, yeah. I, I don't really have much more than that. I'm, I'm, Obviously, so frustrated, so disappointed. I, I'm, I know I'm in great shape. I know, I know I'm in the seventy there thereabouts minute shape. Uh, I'm all also today starting to be a bit gutted by the fact that that the marathon is probably not going to happen now. Where I know I'm in good shape. I mean, I, I think I could, I could sub two thirty is a guarantee at this stage. I think. Yeah, um, I agree. But again, you're you're only good as the results you've you've got. And my, my frustration now, as I close in on the end of my five minutes of wallowing, is like everyone else. This year has been a write off, and I know that I'm 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 channeling and I'm being given the raw feedback that a lot of people have got already. But I find myself in the position in the last two three weeks that I'm thinking, sweet, I've got a couple of races, and you know I'm now. My, I'm just now. That's the year written off. The year is an absolute write-off, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just gutted about it because I, I really, I thought I was going to rescue something this year with a half PB and a, and a marathon, but it's unfortunately not to be. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, thank you, everyone. We had some really nice messages on Friday and Saturday. Wishing me luck. Um, I was really, uh, really, really gutted. But what I do want to do is spend most of this week talking about what an amazing event the Antrim Half is because it is an absolutely incredible event. The, the organising team have done an incredible job. And, you know, the, the biggest positive, though, that I take out of the weekend was, for me, masquerading as an elite athlete for the weekend was incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. I, I may never have that experience again. But to arrive on a, a ferry, transport which is provided by the race, picked up by a shuttle, taken to a hotel, in a hotel with, with all elites, attending the race briefing with all these elites, sat next to Scott Overall, sat the other side of me is Lily Partridge, going to dinner, Moe sat at the table next to me, you've got Scullion sat at the table next to me, uh, get on the bus to go around the course, chatting to Stephen Scullion on the bus going around the course. Um, going That's epic. Oh, it was it was ridiculous. Like the morning, getting a shuttle to the race in the morning, uh, having a catch. Adam Craig's on there. Obviously, I'm what you know, all the Scotch lads, uh, James Donald, Sean Chambers, 
Kenny Wilson, top lads to hang out with, which was fantastic. Um, you know, I, I'm, you know, I kind of got like into this. I didn't actually to cut to the, the chase. What people, what, what people will be asking as well. I didn't interview Mo. Okay, <laughs> that was the whole point I, you were going there. I Genius. spoke to Mo. For, I spoke to Mo for a bit, but you know what? It was like I'm in this room with everyone. I'm like I chatting to him casually. I can't. Uh, what well, you know? He's been, people, phone and... I can't like nobody's getting a selfie with him. It's not like <laughs> this is not. I realized very quickly that these people are have, are before the race. They're all super like uh, focused, and then after the race, they're all chilling out and just enjoying things, and they don't want to interview. So I had a, a good chat with a few of the guys. Mark the Scott, guys not... top, top, top lad. And these, but anyway, the important wait, 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 thing. Wait. The guys not ask where Kyle Gregg was. <laughs> <laughs> Afraid not. I'm afraid not, mate. Oh, they can, they're man. an ultra runner now, mate. You're an ultra runner. They, oh, these people Steve are. Like, where's Kyle Gregg? I was about to race. Anyway, so the the good thing is, hopefully, these are some guys who we've got a bit of a uh, uh, link with that they will not be so surprised if we reach uh, reach out to them and get a get a, a comment. But yeah, a brilliant. I mean, I'm I'm kind of. I know it's a bit of a. Um, heavy me right now, but I just to continue on the race. Right, the course is. If I know, let me talk through my weekend. So, yeah, so Friday weekend. night. No one, no one, Friday, we arrive on Friday. Arrive on Friday, nice easy jog. And then we went to the, the the briefing. And that was, so that's really, again, so Kyle's seen this. He's been to World Champs and stuff. For me, like most like most of our listeners, not being in that world, it was really interesting insight. So we, at, the, at the hotel, we've got the pre-race briefing where they talk through the, the plan for the next day, which involved shuttles from the hotel to the, to the warm-up area where you could warm up and then they'll drop your bag. Important details about when the men and the women and the uh, different times had to go be at the start, how it was going to work after the race when you got shuttled back. Um, and all the, de- you know, does anyone want drinks on the course? Uh, does anybody want, um, uh, is this bus to the start time suitable? We're going to do this breakfast at this time. Does anyone, you know, really just communicating to everyone what the plan was, which really, which was fascinating with someone like me. Um, did, you, uh, did you ask for anything on the course? Oh, of course, yeah. Nobody else did, just me. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> no, nobody actually asked. It was clear. Nobody asked for anything. So there was water on the course at three points. Um, but no, no. They were like, where's Tommy? Hi, exactly, yeah. The, the bottle's still out for me. But no, it was, it was, uh, that was really interesting. And then we did, there was a dinner on the Friday night, which most of the athletes were at. Um, and you, again, it's really interesting to see people were, everyone was, it's pretty like, not, Everyone sits with who they know, you know. So I was sat, and I, you know, as I said, I thoroughly enjoyed Not the company. By yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I thoroughly, I, I, you know, me. I said this last week that I was kind of hanging on the coattails of the Scottish uh, athletes who were there on on merit, unlike me. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed um, the company of you know uh, James Donald, Sean Chalmers, Kenny Wilson, Avril Mason, plus of course the Metro girls, Fiona, Jeannie yeah. uh, Baran, Claire Bruce, who were down with. So really, it was really cool. Um, we had a really good weekend. Um, so yeah, dinner on the Friday as a sort of like group, pretty, you know, nice meal, but pretty quiet. Everyone goes off quite early because it was an early start next day. The women's race started at half right, eight o'clock and we started at 8.30. Yeah. Um, and what we had to do was we had to be on a bus by seven. So breakfast, you're like at breakfast at like half five. So it was a pretty sharp start. And again, it really interesting at breakfast, seeing what everyone's having. Look, yeah. For example, Fiona took her porridge pot through when we went through and she just basically just took hot water and filled up her own porridge pot. And I was like, you have your own kettle. You take your no, kettle. we didn't this time actually. No, we didn't. <laughs> but, but you know, what? so this is the thing. She took a porridge pot through to get hot water. And I was thinking, I said, oh, don't be daft. You'll get porridge through here. It's an elite race, but so which you did. But what's interesting is we were sat at a table, the table next to us, Lily Partridge and Ben Connor, mm-hmm. uh, first in the women's race, third in the men's race. I think third men's race, yeah. And they were both had their own porridge pots taking water oh, really? from the hot water. So like really interesting to see all these elite tips and what how yeah. they behave. And um they're all like, yeah, it was very interesting. I re- I, I was fascinated by yeah. by some of this. Um even Mo at the dinner, Mo was like, is honestly that guy is super chill. I mean, yeah. say, what you know, I know some listeners will have varying opinions on Mo, and we've we've talked about him here, but he is super chill and um, he's like, yeah, it was really interesting. And uh, anyway, 
So anyway, come back to the Saturday morning, bus out to the check, buses to the start. So I get on the on the buses. Um, yeah. And I get on the bus. And I'm like the only guy who's obviously not an elite guy. And I get on. You're in the elite. Tommy, you're in the elite field. Stop seeing you. Come on, man. Anyway, I, I know my pl- I know my place. I was delighted though. I've got to say, I was delighted to have a bib that said Brian on it. That was that was a, that was a, <laughs> a, real, a real career highlight today. But we got on the bus and Adam Craig's there. Uh, so shout out to Adam who's been on the show and Adam uh, points out the fact that uh, at least people know who my, know my voice, which which was interesting. Even though, uh, <laughs> most of the people didn't on the bus didn't even know that. But anyway, it's cool to see Adam. He had a really good run. Come to that. Um, I should have mentioned the night before. Yeah, we took a bus around the course, which was interesting. Uh, and you can, it was, I think you could see the elite sort of looking at the the course and really starting to. Um, have to think about it. The course, which is stunning. I'll come to that in the race. It's a stunning course. Um, yeah, and on the Saturday morning, bus to this bus to the, the elite area, warming up in the elite area, doing just like hanging around this same area where Mo is doing strides and uh, you know where Scullion's doing strides and all that. And I had a warm up with the, the, some of the Scottish boys I mentioned before, plus Colin Whitby. Oh yeah, Colin yeah, had a good run. He had a really good run. Yeah. So it was so it was I was really cool. Then we get called to the start. Um, and the B race, which I was in, we were started literally like 10 seconds once the gap got away from the, I saw it. the A I race. Saw it. Oh, you, of course, you saw the stream, yeah. Nice. So, um, anyway, and you know what? So in terms of, the, I talked about my race before, yes. But anyway, we went, I, the big thing I didn't mention, which is a massive positive, is so I, we settled into like what, somewhere between 70 minutes, 71 minute pace. And I'm in a group with me and a guy, Jack Brocci, who's an English athlete, and the legend that is Tommy Hughes. Uh-huh. Now, the support in that course, right? For Tommy Hughes, listeners don't know, Tommy was uh, ran the V60 world record for half marathon. And he, um, which he ran, we'll come to his result. Um, well, spoiler, it was um, 71, let me get the exact seconds, uh, 71.09. So wow. I ran with Tommy and that group for, um, well, until I, until I came out. And it was, it was amazing, particularly in the town. Like they'd said, no spectators, but inevitably there were some spectators and the support was amazing. He's a Northern Irish guy, reasonably local there. And it was just, they were loving it. I mean, I was just pretending they were shouting for me. They're all going, come on, Tommy, go on, Tommy. <laughs> um, and his son was in the group. So his son, who actually, his son only took him to 10 miles. So his son stopped pretty much just after me and we got on the bus together. Um, but what was interesting, so Tommy, not only did he break the world record for half, a week before that, he'd set the 10-mile the V60 world record in 54.40. And oh, our group, wow. which I say, I stopped just before them, they went through 10 miles in 54 flat in the race. So he and broke he, his uh, world record ran, again in a half. He ran 2.27 last year at Frankfurt. Oof, he's an absolute animal and a very nice bloke. You know, very, very nice bloke. Um, so anyway, the course, a little bit of a route through the... Through the um, through the centre of Lauren, which is not a very big town, and then it's out and back on the on the course road, and it's absolutely stunning. It's just a stunning course, running with just rock on one side and and this, the ocean on the other is absolutely fantastic. I will be one hundred percent back running that race next year. And, and listeners, if you're looking for a, an autumn race, it's going to be autumn next year. We'll come to the date in a minute, but yeah, autumn next year. Keep an eye on it. It's it's one worth doing, and it's really the after party, which this year was. Um, I guess I'll come to that as well. It was just a little, it was an elite only dinner, but next year they're planning to have like a thousand plus party, marquee, um, Tony Hadley playing, you know, it's, it's going to be off the hook. So one to nice. keep an eye out for. Um, yeah, really good. Ah, dude, it looks like you had a whale of a time. I mean, obviously we're all disappointed that you're, and you, you're, you're obviously mostly disappointed. We really wanted you to, get a PB and, and run well, but at least, you know, you got to take the positives from it, I suppose. And you, you certainly are one positive guy anyway. Um, so what was your, you know, what was your, ma- your, your major highlight of the weekend then? What's your, what's the, the thing that sticks out most about the experience? I think, you know, like late, having a stood there sort of in the evening. The after party? So, the after party was great, but you know, in the <laughs> evening, stood socially distanced at the bar, chatting to Mark Scott at like eleven thirty. That was a pinch yourself moment. That was really was amazing. I mean, he is a again. We will come to the results. He is some athlete, um, but that was that was really cool. You know, just to be chatting to a guy who's just at the moment is on absolute fire, and to have that, you know, have him be like, "Oh, how did you get on?" You know, like that is that was really cool. Like these are, um, it was. He, you know, nice bloke. Um, 
Yeah, really, really good. Uh, and then the other thing that really, I, as I said, Tom, running with Tommy Hughes is amazing. And I'm really gutted. That's another thing. I'm so gutted I couldn't stay with that. I mean, the guy, that group, one of the guys, um, Jack Broche, he went on to run uh, like 70, 30 or something. And I think that's probably, if I'm honest with myself, that's probably around about the sort of time I would have run. Um, I think, I mean, the way the wind and the course was and the sort of where, obviously where I'm at, to be honest. But to be, Tommy ran 71 minutes, so I think I would have been able to stay with him through it and probably push on. But just to be, that was amazing. Running yeah. with him and just the way that he was like, it was just cool to be part of a group that was serving. Because I realized about two miles in, what was like, that, that was, he was on, I, I knew he was on, world, he was on for a world record here. And it was only about two miles in. I'm like, wait a minute. It was Jack had said to me, he's like, he says, I can't believe we're pacing Tommy Hughes. And I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was, as we're running, I was like, yeah. And I said to him, I've never paced a world record before. It was just, uh, it was amazing. Nice, and then really. we had his, he had his son and the other Northern Irish guy who were there actually to pace. But because me, me and Jack were at the front of that group at that time, I thought, wow, that's, uh, that's really cool. Like, and this, it was just, yeah, it was really good. Um, so what it did do is, I think it satisfied my racing bug. I was so loved standing on Startling again. It was just brilliant after so long. But I'm just, yeah, it's all a bit, a bit sad that, uh, that, this, that I've, my knees let me, let me down again. Yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping things just, you know, improve for you and you find out what the root cause is, whether or not it's the next percent, so if it's some sort of issue that you need to address, um, you know, rehab, prehab, I suppose, um, mm-hmm. then time will tell, I suppose. And what about, like, I know, I know you don't know the answer yet, but, you know, what, do you think you're, in, is, it an, is it a chronic or is it just an acute type pain you're getting, like exactly the same pain? Do you think it's going to, you know, he's hopefully die. You know, settle down in a couple of weeks, and you'll be back back in the game again, and you you don't lose too much. You don't lose too much fitness, perhaps. I think it's acute, and I think, and that's the and you know, I didn't. I mean, I think back to Amsterdam. I was running in two weeks afterwards. I think this one. You know, I know. I don't. I, I don't know what the. I don't have a real root cause on the cause yet, uh, or the, the issue. But I think it's, I don't know, I, there's something about there's something about the way I'm loading it because I, I'm, I look at my training, I'm doing, I'm, I'm strength and conditioning once a week. My mileage has been consistent. I'm not doing anything stupid. You know, and I, I have looked at the last year and I had a really, I had a good four or five months from March through to the summer where I didn't wear a shoe with a plate in it. I've mm-hmm. reintroduced a shoe with a plate in it in the last four weeks. So I, I really do wonder now whether that's an issue for me. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit. I, I've got, I've, uh, you'll be impressed some of the data. You channeling my inner data scientist from the colleagues I've got at work. I've downloaded all my Strava data into a, I've used the Strava API to extract my Strava data into an Excel sheet and I've plotted all sorts of stuff as I've geeked out on it well, uh, yeah. last night. Only so I've got, a, I've got a few theories on that and, and things, but. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I, I think there's, I think it's a chance of your question. I think it's acute. I'm hoping I will be running again soon. Because actually, what before we'll come back to the results in a minute, the other bit of news we've got is Wrexham's been knocked back two weeks. Ah. So, um, I can, so I, yeah, so Wrexham, I, I really worry that that's, uh, that's, you know, we've seen that with, this is not the first race to postpone. And then I, I'd be very, I'm, I'm not very confident it's going to go ahead now. I wasn't so confident last week. I really, really do hope it does. But um, yeah, so there's now, it's now looking like racing is probably off the table for me for the year. So I, do you know what? I think I'll, well, it's not a bad time to try and just fix this and hopefully we get a race in, in spring. Um, but anyway, that was, I mean, I, you know, that was my weekend in a, a quite a large nutshell. It was, it was a ace from a, it was nice to be in that environment, but it was, shit to uh to feel frustration again almost a year exactly after bloody amsterdam uh we're not having you know in terms of our performances okay that my room's different but we're not having a good time of it are we <laughs> well do you know what somebody someone who shall remain nameless on saturday said to me that's two dnfs in two weeks for trs <laughs> which i thought was brutal it was more brutal for you than me to be honest but and yeah in both case i mean you because you still achieved a lot in that i've actually you, i've actually achieved nothing with my dnf but it's a bit of a 
Yeah, I think um, mine is I actually had a, a a result from it in terms of distance. So mine's not yeah. a DNF. Well, I've got a result. I, I've got a result. If you, if that's how we're judging things, I've got a result. I ran nine and a half miles. Eight, <laughs> nine and a half miles. So, but mine's a twenty-four hour time. This it's it's based on distance. Ah, I see. So you ran in twenty-four hours. You ran. So it doesn't matter when you stop. You know. So yeah, true. technically, your point. maybe a hundred mile one. That's yeah. That was a DNF, but the actual twenty-four. Yeah. You could. I could run a mile, and I'm still, I've still uh, got a result. You, you know. Still got a result. Yeah. So whoever said point, yeah. that? Was I'm not on the result sheet? Well, whoever said that, if you're listening, watch what you say. <laughs> <laughs> right, so one... Say that, eh? It's like, you one, know, one, getting, well, I, I've never... I have been... Everyone's been... Well, no, I've been bullied, but you don't know what to say. You just have the most ridiculous comeback. Hey, I, can, I can assure you it was said, and this is a fan of the show who said it in the <laughs> so I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, um, it's okay. it's but okay. one thing I do, want, I do want to talk about while we're talking about what is an excellent race is the... Um, is yet yeah, firstly the the sort of and again this this some listeners might roll their eyes at it but I was amazed the hospitality and the friendliness of the Northern Irish community was amazing it was just loved it absolutely loved it you know everyone on the course and uh, the people the the organisers themselves you know they're the just fantastic you know big shout out to James McElroy who came on and his partner Ruth there an excellent team and the full team are are just incredible. Um, so yeah, really, the whole thing was very, it was so welcoming and, you know, um, for them to be, for them to be <laughs> pleased that something like me was coming was, was really good. So that was good. Second thing is results. So let's not beat around the bush. Well, we have beaten around the bush, but to cut to the chase, I was on the course, right? So obviously, so the women started at four miles. They did, a, sorry, the women started, they did a four mile loop. And once they came past the start, they pretty much started the men's race. So I saw the women come through at four miles. Kyle and a lot of listeners will have seen the feed. I then saw um, them obviously on the out and back. And then I also, in the race on the out and back, saw the men's race. So that's just to give a bit of context on my interpretation of the race. Yeah. Starting with the, we'll start with the men's race. I've got it open in front of me. So Mo, Mo won in uh, 60 minutes and 27 seconds, which is a, an Irish all-comers record. Mark Scott, one hour, 39 seconds in wow. second. And third was Ben, ben Connor in one hour, 55. So both Jesus. those guys, big debut from Mark Scott, big PB from, from Ben. Those times, a 60-minute half for Super those guys. Fun. That's that British guys as well. Three bits. Amazing. That's amazing. And then, so in fourth, you had Stephen Scullion in one hour and eight. One hour, one and eight. Um, what's interesting, actually, when I saw them coming back, and they must have been at about eight miles when I was at like, seven miles and they were there was a group of the four of them were together and scullion was on the front pushing the pace was he like he that man is in, looks like he's in very good shape but there there was some chat over the weekend that he he made he looks like he's definitely in sub 210 shape apparently which you would at a time like that you would, you oh, would think. yeah definitely yeah so that that was really cool and also i saw um Oh, no, I'll say this later on. Anyway, but um, yeah, really cool to see those four pushing it. And it looks like Mo burned them on the... There's like a little drop at about, well, 1,300 metres to go, I was told. Um, and that's when Mo went off the front and, and dropped them. Um, but Mark Scott and those guys were saying that it was a pretty... It wasn't like... It was obviously hard, but it was, it was, a, it was a race rather than... There was a little bit of tactics. Little, you know, Sculling was pushing it a bit, but nobody was like... I, I think there was they were kind of waiting for uh, that late reaction. So I, I really would be interested to see what Mark Scott if he can go quicker again, which is which is amazing. Um, yeah. Well, that was cool. Um, other results just to highlight in the men's race, I want to shout out. Um, great debut from Adam Craig, one of three twenty four. I think that's a really good first stake in the great. Great. in the ground great. for him. Great. Great on, yeah. And then and he looked like he was doing a fair bit of work at the, uh, the group he was he was with. And then also big shout out Sean Chalmers and James Donald, uh, sixty five sixteen and sixty five twenty seven respectively for debuts. I mean that's really nice, really Good nice job. runs. Yeah, top lads. Good job, boy. Um, I'd be happy um, to do that for two hundred meters these days, Tommy. <laughs> that pace. So yeah, really. So yeah, really cool. Um, good results from those guys. Um, and then on the female side, it was a win. So it was a win for Lily Partridge in. 71.36, I think that's also an Irish all-comers record. Sam Harrison, who's very impressive, she was 71.58, and then third place, Clara Evans, Sam girl's only, she's only been running for like two years or something. Mm. She ran really well at the big half, actually, this year, Sam. And uh, 
She, so I, I, at the four mile mark, I saw the ladies come through and it was a group with Lily, Sam, Lily Partridge, Sam Harrison, Clara Evans, um, and Steph Davis. And they were paced by Holly Archer. Now, obviously between there and when I saw them coming back in there and back, Lily Partridge had gone off the front and a pretty clear win. Um, but unfortunately, Steph Davis, she, it sounds like she had a, it just wasn't her day. So she, she ended up de- stepping off the course as well. Um, which she's in good company doing, you know, that's, that's, uh, exactly when we're doing that. You heard that Tommy uh, had to follow suit, you know? So you had those, so you had the three of them kind of like Lily, uh, Partridge, Sam Harrison, Clara Evans, sort of a little bit strong at the front. Then you had Becky Briggs who set, I understand an under 20 British record. Wow. In 72-54. Jesus. Unreal, real talent. So she looked really, she was really impressive. And then after that, you had a group, which I saw coming back, a sort of second group, if you like, which was, uh, Fee, Kirsty Longley, Jessica Craig, and uh, Kira Hickey. And actually, um, Fee and, uh, ended up having a bit of a tussle with Kirsty Longley, who's a, an English athlete, r- super nice uh, girl, and who actually edged Fee. So, two good results there. I mean, Fee coming in 75 33. Um, other notable, notable results a great run from Ginny Barand, 77 42, sorry. That's a you know big PB there, which is oh, really yeah. impressive. Great, great and uh, Avril Mason seventy eight twelve, and then Claire Bruce from Scotland uh, eighty two nineteen. Um, so it, that's the that's the, the ladies' results there. So, ah. Yeah, really good set of results. Quick, really cool best of British race, if you like. And I was going to say, um, good to see. You see back. that that standard in a, a a race that's not commercial. It's just a you know a race organizer. He's passionate about his sport, just wanting to, you know, just bring racing back, you know, the, 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 the bring the, the grassroots back to Britain and just get a good field ready to go and ready to smash some times. And, you know, world records, British records, world leads, no doubt, you name it, that's in that field. It's brilliant, you know? Great Absolutely. Day. So that is... That's that's a lot for me there, Kyle. So why don't you tell us about how you're getting on? There's nothing. There's nothing to say about me. Right? Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I, well, the only. I mean, you know, I'm living. I'm living off everyone else now. You know, I've I've done my I've done my bit for the year. The, you know, the more I hear about all the races getting cancelled, the the less interested I am. At, you know, getting getting back on the getting back in the shoes. You know, but. Nonetheless, I have been, you know, lacing up and getting out for a couple of easy runs. Uh, I was, I was in Edinburgh at the weekend, Tommy, and uh, I, uh, as I nice. told you before, I went up Arthur's seat. Um, so a big shout out to to all the Edinburgh listeners who were, you know, dancing away at the TRS theme tune and chuckling away as uh, as they were running. Right, there were so many of them listening in their headphones. Every single one was listening to Tartan Running Shorts. <laughs> and then, they, you know, they didn't know who I was because we're a face for the, the podcast, eh? Um, so that was good. But no, nah, I mean, all, you know, joking aside, um, it was good to see, quite refreshing just to be running with other people, you know. Running in the countryside here and running on a treadmill was, you know, you, you kind of lose that, that, that engage, you know, that social interaction and things, you know. Um, but Saturday, I, you know, Saturday in Edinburgh, we did, uh, Debbie and I went to do some 12 by 400s with, uh, with 75 seconds recovery. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy, nothing, in, you know, in terms of fast pace because it was undulating. We're going up, up Arthur's seat, down it. So it was very undulating, um, downhill reps, uphill reps, flat reps, you name it, windy reps uh, with tailies, headies. We had it all, Tom. Uh, so that was really good, but I tell you what, you know, see when you haven't done something as quick as that for a while, it's it properly takes it out of you, you know. Mm-hmm. I was done in. I, 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 aerobically, I was done in, whereas the last kind of few months has been very much just, you can hear yourself talking, you can talk for a few words, and uh, but, but doing something like that was just really quite refreshing. And just, uh, you know, you, you get a big sweat on and, you're, you're, you're just doubling, you know, you're, you're bent over, breathing, and, you know, being almost barfing. It was just a nice feeling. Um, so I'm glad to, to get those kind of sessions back in the, you know, back in the tank again. Um, and, and you know what, like, it's, it's also quite refreshing. If I am to do another challenge to, and I mentioned it like a couple of weeks ago, 
just to be going, get trying to get quick again. You know, there's less emphasis on, you know, lots of long runs and, you know, there's less training required for what I want to do anyway. And so there's more time in my hand, you know, I'm going to get more time in my hands and, uh, which, which I kind of currently need because I'm, I'm back working again and, you know, I'm, I'm starting up TRS training. So I've got a few more clients that I'm helping out and, uh, you know, I want more, want, want to spend more time with the, the big man, you know, and, and my wife and, um, and just enjoy kind of what we currently have. Cause, uh, one thing that lockdown's taught me is to, um, is to kind of, you know, think about your, your family and your friends and what matters, what's, what matters the most, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that's where I am. That's, that's very, very much rambling, Tom. You, you know, I could have said this within five minutes, but, mm. or, yeah, but anyway, so that, that's, that's about it for me, Tommy. Um, but, not, you know, in terms of the other thing is I'm doing at the moment is organising Side, the Speyside Way Ultra, which is due to be on the Saturday, the 14th of November. Um, there's been, you know, there's a, a, a lot of work, uh, in, especially compared to previous years. This is my first year organising it. Um, obviously, the, the current guidelines do still, there's still hope for the race going ahead in November, but we also have to be realistic too. And, and you know, I'm only going to put the race ahead if I'm 100% sure that it's going to be as safe as it, you know, 100% safe for runners. And, and there's a lot of work for that to happen. Um, a lot of volunteers as well. So we need volunteer, probably a little bit more volunteers than usual, just to ensure that things go smoothly. Um, lots, a little bit more protocols. Um, by the time people get to the race start, everyone's going to know exactly what they have to do uh, and exactly what measures they have, they're having to, to, to do in order for the race to go ahead, in order for them to finish. And if someone, you know, obviously, if someone's not adhering to the, those, those rules, then, you know, it's, it's game over for them. Uh, you know, things just like face masks, um, you know, high temperature checks, uh, you know, the way of starts, all those things. Um, there's a lot of things to think about. Um, but yeah, I, say, I was really, I was on that. that note. I was really, you know, I, um, it was interesting for me racing the first time in this sort of new world, and and yeah, you know, masks on buses, uh, hand sanitizer when you arrive, hand sanitizer in the hotel. Um, you know, are they finished? You're not, you know, um, well, not like went through the finish, but seeing it, not you're not handed anything. So, organizers are starting to learn. Um, they start, you know, it's 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 not a, I think. We don't just cancel anything. We should we should we should work out how we can put things on in, in this uh, environment. I think it's you know there's a default position to cancel it, and in, in that you know I could easily just cancel it and defer and refund everyone. Um, but I think I think people want to have a race. People understand everyone who's entered. They'll understand there's a risk that the event might may not go ahead. Um, but at the moment, I find out if it's not going to happen, and I'll obviously let people know. But I think. I'm holding on to a glimmer of hope and I think that's just optimism in me, you know, but I'm also mm -hmm. aware that the runner's priority is number one in terms of safety. So we'll see what happens, Tom. And if you get your knees sorted, you know, there's a, as I've said, there's a space waiting for you there, you know? Excellent. So, yeah. The other bit of, I was going to say, well, the other bit of, uh, the other bit of news we've got this week is Laura Muir was in action last week and she ran a world Lead 357.40 in the women's 1500 at the Berlin meet. That's five wins in a row for Laura. So I really hope that that is, that this is a, you know, we unfortunately the race is coming, but this is really good. She's hitting this hot spot and hopefully she can come back even, you know, return with even, well, continue this now, but be even quicker and faster and more uh, next year when we get into things that really, truly do count like the Olympics. And who else was racing? You had, did we not have someone else racing? We had Jake. Was it just Laura Muir? Uh, Laura Waitman, uh, who British girl was running, she ran four minutes and four minutes, zero seconds, seven tenths. And I think that was it. I didn't see it. I think we had Jake running the week before. It depends. When did we record? Yeah, that's right. We recorded last Wednesday. So we already spoke about Jake's 800 meter win with Laura in Ostrava. So um, I think that was really the only results of note last weekend. There's a few things starting to come from the calendar. We mentioned last week, there's the um, 
Scottish Hill Racing Champs in Comrie are coming up. The there is a the podium ten, podium guys are organising a ten k. I think entries depending on when you listen to this, you may be able to go on their Facebook website and find an entry for that. Uh, we've got the news that Wrexham, as I said, it is probably deferred now to end of eighteenth of October. There's the Dor- Lake Dorney Marathon. A few guys I know are looking at instead on the fourth. And actually, there was a ten k in uh, in Richmond Park over the weekend. See Miles Edwards PB, friend of ours. What did he? Yeah, I think he ran 31, I want to say 31, you know, rather than lie, let me find uh, let me find the time. Um, but that's really good. Miles, we've seen him run well at the um, podium, t- podium 5K in Burnley, and we've seen him, uh, he ran, he, well, he unfortunately had to step off the track last weekend at the, uh, the Aberdeen 5000, but as I said to him, it's just a... A warm up for the next one, which it turns out it was. I'm I'm bringing this up now. Sorry for the delay. I think it's like 31, 20 or thirty. But I'm gonna. Well, that's uh, that's a uh, decent time. Well, are we? Some races happening then, eh? Exactly. I guess yeah. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah, that we we're seeing things coming back, which is really good. Um, and I uh, here we go. This is this is terrible dead air. <laughs> I just totally forgot when I was doing the notes. I totally forgot that that was a time that was that was worth money. Thirty-one forty-two. There you go. There we go. There we go. Well, well done, Miles. He kept that quiet. The Q Gardens ten k. It's called, and that was in uh, I think it was in Richmond. Yeah, well, it's really, like, like we mentioned. It's, it's really difficult to know what's happening at the moment. Eh? With you, you know, you know, you look at fixtures and you don't know if it's cancelled or if there's actually it's it's actually happening, and you know. Nine times out of ten, most of them have been postponed or cancelled, which is, you know, I suppose not surprising. But, you know, hopefully things will improve in the, the near future. But it's not, not looking great at the moment, Tommy. Well, do you know what, Carl? The only good thing about Wrexham being delayed is now I get to watch the London Marathon on a Sunday morning. Ah, oh, see, there's uh, always that. Which is, that is the, that's the high point, because that, that is shaping up to be tasty. And I've, in fact, I took a bet on, I did. I had this bet with you for early in the year, and it, it didn't happen. I've now taken the same bet, but this time with James Donald, that I reckon Bekele's going to beat Kipchoge at London. He was, he's having none of it. He, he's in the same position you had at the start of the year. Not going to happen. <laughs> um, but I, I think it is. Oh, that's brilliant. So it'll be fascinating to watch. <laughs> uh, Another race is still going on. I was uh, Steph Davis was telling us on the weekend that the World Half Champs is still on, so hopefully that continues ahead in Poland and we get to see both Steph and Sarah Ingalls get their uh, deserved Britain, British vest as well. So hopefully that goes ahead. Do you not get any more, um, now that you're an elite, do you not get any of these invites or anything? No one... You know, I, well, you know, I was pretty disappointed. I, I thought I might have gotten a London a London invite off the back of the this, uh, you know, but apparently <laughs> not. Apparently, I'm still not good enough to get into the London biosphere. You're not pally. You're not pally enough with Mo yet to get that. No, I mean Mo, Mo's coming up to do the Metro Avenue Beach 10K. Don't oh, he, was up, he was up for he was up for that, but he's not having any of the. He's not. He doesn't have the. I mean, didn't fancy me. You know, after me DNFing at uh, half, he was like, mate, there's. I mean, you don't have a good enough record and finish the race. <laughs> oh me! Well, um, well, we're kind of we're quite dry this week, folks. Uh, we are. In terms of other news, there really isn't that much happening. And well, one, you know, one, there was two. Well, two things I was going to mention. One bit of news. So it's far too late, but keep your eyes open. Vaporfly with a Nike Vaporfly drop on the weekend. Some people I know have got a pair. Uh, Fee managed to pick up a pair actually. So that's uh, the, that drop was was there. Keep an eye online, you might find some more. Adidas have dropped a new shoe today, the Adi Zero Adios Pro, which looks sweet. I saw a few likes of Tom Evans and Lloyd Parches and that on the weekend. The New Balance new racing plated shoe drops tomorrow being Tuesday, depending on when you listen to this. So again, keep an eye on that. And uh, generally we're seeing a real like sudden flux of shoes onto the market this week. So if you're if you are looking for a racing shoe and you've been struggling like we have to get them, keep an eye on that. Um, well, I'll tell you- that's a good point. I forgot to tell you, Tom. So I got those endorphin pros, the Saucony ones. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I obviously clearly haven't worn them for a while. So I picked them out of the shoe cupboard again. And I looked at the back of them, right? They've got a massive split in the back of the heel. Really? It's like, it's like someone's knifed the back of it. And oh, that's geez. similar to what happened with the... The turbo. Oh, the other ones I had. Um, mm. the, you know the Pegasus ones I was... 
I remember that Thanks to Turbo. So what are you can do, send them back. You should uh, do. Yeah, it. I'm going to send it back and get a refund and find another shoe, you know, in the future. Hopefully, mm. but I don't. I only wore them for like, you know, it was the last couple hours of the run. I wasn't even running almost by that point. So it's not. I haven't done anything malicious to the shoe. Mm, that's strange. Um, so really that. strange. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's something to do with the foam. It's mm. just not a a, a strong foam or. No. There must Possibly. be something about the foam or the way I run. I, I don't know, but it's certainly not. Um, yeah, it's certainly it's not. Not good. Not 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 something that should happen to the shoe. How many? Um, miles, so when did you put them on, and how many miles did you get in them in that challenge? Oh, n- not many. Like fifteen, you know, after three hours of running, you know. Okay, like so yeah, you should definitely be holding up to more than that. Yeah. yeah but, strange. So yeah, very I might, strange. How about we? How about we in the in the future for something? But you know, what's the point when? There's nothing happening, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I'm, I'm much with you. I'm very, uh, yeah, I really worry about the presence. I see the Fraser half got um, postponed or cancelled uh, this week, which is that would usually be in November. The Arma 3K, 5K week, that's been cancelled for February. I mean, it's yeah. really grim viewing as you look at the stats. In other words, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame. Ah, duh. Nay good, eh? Nay good. Nay good at all. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but on, on the note of what we're going to talk about, the news, a bit of news I've got, um, I'm actually moving to Paris, listeners. So I'm, uh, I've taken a job. Kyle knows this already. I've taken I'm a job. I'm not going to sound surprised because then that's fake. That's fake. Exactly. Fake so, reactions for me, yeah? I've, I've taken a, a work opportunity that I really can't turn down. I'm... Taking a, taking a, some time and going to Paris, which is uh, which is cool. So we're going to be going over there uh, at some point. But I'm going to be again depends on quarantine and whatnot. But I'm I'm actually going to be spending a bit of time working there. So I may not be very TRS uh, present through October and November. So just as a there you go. I don't know what we can't I discuss what we're going to do. But that's uh, you didn't tell me that. Be, well, I, I'm I'm hey. uh, that's that's. <laughs> There you go. There's a surprise for him Folks, alive on the show. Folks, right. I want you to petition. Tommy needs to stay on TRS. I can't do this myself. Jesus. Well, I, I, that's you know, I'm not I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving TRS per se. But I'm gonna. There's a few weeks. We're starting a new job in a new city, in a new country. I think I'm gonna have to take a few weeks to digest that and not, uh, um, and and not have, especially if I'm especially if I'm also over on my own and. Uh, I'll be, you know, VCing back and forth with Fiona. So my time is going to be a little bit more limited during that period, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what, uh, what goes down. But that's, yeah. So that's, anyway, so there you go. So TRS is, uh, is going international. I'll try and share it with the French, the French runners for you. Folks, this bit's getting cut out. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'll, I'll put up a post about it. It's fine. <laughs> you don't hear this. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I, I'll, I'll let you off, Tom. We'll call it end. We can we can call it end of season one. Exactly. Yeah, 120, 121 episodes. End of season one, eh? The exactly. Well, you've got your challenge finished. I've got. I'm not. I'm not running. There's no. There's no uh, races. I mean, there's there's nothing for us to talk to listeners about. <laughs> listeners, what do you want to know at the moment? Exactly. Who do you want us to get on? I mean, Tommy's just you know done this huge networking and these. He's, he's, he's pissing off for a couple of months, eh? And he's <laughs> well, maybe get that. It's not like, but the thing is, middle, start of October, if we get London out of the way, then hopefully maybe some of these contacts, we can yield some interviews off the back of London as a farewell oh, present. Don't you worry, folks. Tommy's not going anywhere, folks. All right. I know you, you, you don't want him to go. I, I au revoir show... doesn't mean, au revoir doesn't mean goodbye. It means uh, <laughs> till next time. That's it. Well, folks, we are serious. What you want? What do you guys want to hear? What do you guys want from TRS? Who do you want us to speak to? We're more than yeah. happy to reach out and you know get them on the show. And, and the, the show must go on, folks. You know, there's nothing happening in in the world of races. So let's let's continue with the podcast and uh, let's get your your content in for the you know for the love of the the the, the sport of of running. Eh? Exactly. The only the last thing I guess we've got to do then is award TRS Run of the Week, and I'm going to make I'm going to take this one and I'm going to give it to Tommy Hughes. Oh, I thought you were going to say yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Hughes, I was I it was a toss up. I think Tommy Hughes or one of the Scotch lads with their very strong debuts 
came to mind, you know. But I think, I think Tommy Hughes. That's the, 60, oh, that's a, what, 60, 61, and he's ran a time that I would love to run. Honestly, watching being in close proximity, watching him run like the guy's an animal. It's he so was, impressive. I saw it. He is in the, he was an Olympian, yeah. He was a 230 so, marathon back in his head. Here's a question for you, Kyle, right? What ah. do you think his mileage is what do you think his mileage has been over the last six to ten weeks training for this? Oh, I don't know. It's either two, it's either a lot of mileage or not enough. Or not that I say not enough, a, a low mileage. I think he does a lot of miles. 80. Tommy Hughes' mileage is 120 to 130 miles a week. What? Unbelievable. What, on his bike? Like? <laughs> He's he un- unbelievable. I was, I was chatting to him and his, his son, and yeah, that's, he is... He, I was like, that is incredible, he said. But that's how he's always been, apparently. He's always trained like an absolute animal. And what's... Um, does, does he have a job or anything, though? What's he doing? I don't, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Is, uh, if he does, he's approaching retirement anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, he can, he can run to his heart's content. Eh? What's, his, uh, what's his son run? What's his, how fast is he? Owen, is it? Owen Hughes? Any idea? Uh, his, son, his son runs, I want to say, 63 minutes. Really? Jesus. Maybe, maybe that's... Let me see. Uh... Let's hope for Logan then. Eh? Man, that's mental. Well... If anyone knows Tommy Hughes, who like well, Tommy, you know Tommy Hughes. I'm 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 going to. Uh, so Give Owen Hughes has run. Yeah, I'm going to run. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. I'm definitely going to drop them a message. It'd be great to get them on together. Actually, that'd be uh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, uh, no, it's well. You, you've done you've done a great job, Tommy. And uh, you know, I keep saying Tommy again, the second time in a row. I've stopped saying. I, I know. I don't know why I keep tell, saying that to you. I think it's. I think something's happened to me uh, during the, you know, during that post challenge. Yeah. You also on a, missing. Tommy was in the same sore vest that you and I've got. Was he? Yeah, ledge and a pair of Vaporfly and X percents. Folks, my, my, all, do you want my next percent? The competition, by the way, there's uh, that's getting announced next week um, on the podcast, and likely our social's going to be out uh, this week at some point too. There you go. That's uh, that's pretty. That's that's going to be exciting news. Hopefully, we yeah, we'll give you that next week. I was going to say, Kyle, my next percents are going in the bin now, having run a half a marathon and half a half marathon. So, if you want to, uh, if you're interested in a nine and a half, they're all yours, mate. Oh, I have them if they're going. They're going. We like... toast them. It will be. I mean, I would rather have the sort of you know the, the cathartic experience of burning them, but you're more than welcome to have them instead. I'll I'll take anything me, <laughs> anything that'll help me. Anyway, uh, I've got not that all sounds quite dry, but you know me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. I've got the always leads me to the point of my stuff, so I'm 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 all done this week, mate. <laughs> I've got nothing else to share. I'm done. I've got nothing else to say. Nothing at all. Sorry, folks. Um, yeah, it's it's a dry one, but you know what. It's not that dry, you know. We you got to hear Tommy's post review, and uh, and yeah, sorry to hear about your your knee, but you you'll get there. Bigger and better things in the future, Absolutely. no doubt. And uh, yeah, you know, Fiona had a great run. Good to see Fiona yeah. again. You know, a seventy-five, not a PB, but you know, close to the PB. So you know, I'm sure just with a little bit of sharpening up, she's. She'll be getting, you know, back on that that sort of bandwagon again. So you know, it's yeah. it's really interesting when you're out. And I was when I saw Fiona, we went back, and I was starting to think, I'm not sure if this knee's going to hold up. And when I had to step off, I was so gutted. But knowing that she was running well and looked well on course to a good time, and and was in the mix with that sort of second group, best of the rest. That it's always a, I guess that's the benefit of when you do have a. A partner that runs, it's always nice that if you know if they have a good day, it's like, well, you know, that oh, if she'd have, if she'd had a, a shitter, that would have been oh. absolutely <laughs> disaster. So, you also run that risk of being doubly upset. This is it, yeah. At least one's uh, one's done well, eh? So, well, yeah. folks, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back bigger and better in the next few weeks with lots of interviews, lots of banter. They might not sound it right now. But give share, give some give Tommy some love, eh? 
He's looking a bit sad at the moment. Give him some. Uh, I'll be. I'll, give I'll be all right. Give me a. Give me a week, and I'll be. I'll be. I'll be happy right. again. Be back on it. So this uh, overworked Sarah City has helped. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. And, and congratulations on the on, on the move to Paris as well. Um, you know, I mm. on 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 behalf of the listeners. You know, nothing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. You will still get TRS everywhere, anywhere you go in the world. They'll find you. Well, yeah, hopefully if, hopefully if COVID stops, I'll be the, I'm quite excited to Paris Half, Paris Marathon, the right. Paris Versailles 10-miler, the Corrida de Huiz, whatever it's called, 10K at New Year. There's a lot of races, you know, it uh, opens up new opportunities for me. Exactly, exactly. We'll have a French TRS, you know, listener base too, eh? Mm. <laughs> right, okay. On that note, thanks for listening, folks. Here's some Ali McIver. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap.